Hello and welcome to the Dive Deep, Climb High podcast. I'm Mel Luizu and together with my guests, we explore all different aspects of leadership in higher education. With inspiring stories, practical tips and a little bit of fishiness, this show will help you dive deep into the leader you are and climb high, unleashing your power and potential. Dive deep, climb high, can-do leadership in a world of can't. Hello and welcome back if you're a regular listener to the show. A very warm welcome if you're a first-time listener. This podcast has been created to help leaders in higher education. My aim is to create a community of listeners who can learn and grow together. To do this, I need your help. The more people that download, subscribe, rate and review this show, the more the podcast algorithms will ensure it pops up across the globe. I love the community we have created so far and together with your help, we can encourage even more people to join us. Today, we're going to be looking back at the first three guest episodes of season three. Season three, I can't believe it. So the episodes we're going to be diving into are episode 26, Take Leadership of Your Mind with Caroline Kavanagh. Episode 27, Your Values Drive Your Actions with Katrina Walding. And episode 28, Celebrate Pride Every Day with Carly Owen. Once again, these were three fascinating conversations covering some very, very diverse topics. And the first one was with Caroline. Take leadership of your mind. I loved this conversation because it flipped everything that we typically think about. Understanding that perhaps anxiety isn't the bad thing that we sometimes think it is. Caroline presents this idea that anxiety is good for us. It's also another more acceptable word for our fears because actually anxiety is caused by our fears. And during our conversation, Caroline and I chatted about the process that she's identified for her clients in terms of flipping their anxiety and enabling them to take leadership of their mind. And it's not done from the perspective of somebody who has researched it, but no practical experience. As Caroline shared in her episode, she's had real life experience. She's had some really severe knocks and that caused great anxiety in her life. So what she puts forward is really practical and I just love it and and you know part of it is understanding whether actually our anxiety aka our fears are real or imagined. And I don't know about you, but so often I can get caught up in my own head. And when I do, it's a really, really dangerous place for me to be. I know that because I can take something that is a very small issue and extrapolate it out and it can become something 
really big. So actually, in that first instance, when I know that I'm feeling anxious about something, being able to sort of step away and think, is this real or is this imagined? As many of you know, I'm a speaker. I'm on that journey to speak on bigger and bigger stages. And I can get really anxious before I'm going on stage. Will they like my content? Will they be bored? Whatever it might be. And actually, that's just in my head. I have no clue. So I think that that's a really, really important point. And the other thing that Caroline said, and this really resonated for me more than anything, was that she used these words... Our comfort zone is like a straitjacket. And I don't know why. I think it was because in my head, going back into my head again, I felt like I could actually visualise that straitjacket and imagine that our comfort zone keeps us really close. And I always think when something's really resonated for me, I repeat it. So I know that a couple of my clients now have heard me talk about our comfort zone being our straitjacket. And I said this to Caroline and she absolutely loved the fact that I am taking her words and spreading them. And I never take them for myself. I always make sure that people know that they've come from Caroline. But I loved that idea because how often do we stay in our comfort zone? Our fears are about what's outside our comfort zone. But actually, that's our opportunity for growth. And as Caroline said during her conversation, she has a way of helping her clients understand that we've already overcome the biggest fears we can in terms of growing up and learning to walk and learning to do all those things that we did as very very young children I love it and as a wonderful gift afterwards it was totally unexpected Caroline sent me a copy of her book and I have been reading it and I would recommend if you feel that you need to take leadership of your mind that you're not using your anxiety in the best way possible then pick up a copy of her book because it is very very practical so if you're wanting a book that you can passively read this probably isn't the book for you but if you are serious about taking leadership of your mind about seeing your anxiety and using your anxiety is an opportunity for growth then I absolutely recommend you take a listen to it it is really really good and that sort of leads me on to the conversation I had with my second guest Katrina Warding our values drive our actions for me as I said during the conversation values are the difference that makes a difference it doesn't matter whether I'm working with somebody on an individual basis or in a group setting understanding our values is really important and I think that links back to what Caroline was saying because when we understand our values when we understand what drives us then that can help inform us about the anxiety that we may be feeling for example one of my values is helping as many people as I can improve their performance at work and at home and one of the ways that I can do that is by speaking on larger stages understanding that whilst that is a value that drives me that helps me when I come to my fear about getting up on a big stage because actually if I can help just one or two people in an audience of a couple of hundred then that is progress and that is aligning with my values and that's why this work around values is so important I'm not 
talking about the values that lots and lots of organizations use for their marketing collateral now. I'm talking about the values that we have intrinsically within us. And both Katrina and I talk about this being our moral compass. They help drive us. So when we're working in alignment with our values, we can feel in flow. But if we're working against those, that's when we can feel out of sorts. And this is just as important for you as an individual as it is for your team and your organisation. This is deep work. And one of the ways that I help people start to tap in, and this is the very first step, is asking people what they are proud of. When you ask people what they are proud of, it sort of makes them sit up straighter and taller and they smile a little brighter. But actually what it's doing is it's giving you an insight into what is really important for them. So it's a really beautiful way of opening that door to values. So whether that be what you are proud of as a person, what you're proud of as your team, what are you proud of as your organisation, it opens the door. And I loved the work that I did with Katrina when she was at the University of Surrey. It was a fantastic project. But also what I love about Katrina is that she actually, without even knowing it now, embodies that. If you listen to our conversation and the journey that she's been on and the places that she's worked, actually she's now ended up working for Jigsaw Trust, which is a charity that looks after children and adults with autism. And that's something that's very close to her heart because both of her nephews have autism. When you listen to her talk, and I can see it, and hopefully you could hear it, that actually she's now working in an environment that is 100% aligned with her values. And that is a wonderful place to be. But it's also through our conversation, understanding that actually, if you work with values at a very deep level, whether that's individually, team or organisation, you can affect transformational change. When Katrina and Peter brought me in to Surrey, it was because they didn't just want to create a service culture. They didn't just want to break down the silos. They actually wanted to change the environment. They wanted to create a different culture. And that's why we used values in the end, because values work at that deeper level because we don't know what culture is. Culture is intangible. So actually by being able to work at that deeper level means that you can affect real change. But it's not a quick fix and it's often not cheap. And it's not cheap because it takes time, it takes resources, it needs you to involve everyone in the team or the organisation. And that takes time, but it's absolutely worth it because I've seen it work at Surrey. And before that, when I was at Royal Holloway, this is what I did with my team there and it worked again. And so I'm a real, real advocate of values. And I'm so pleased that Katrina decided to come on and and share her experience. And I think that the other thing to say about values, and if you decide that this is something that you want to do or you're doing it, then what I would urge you to do is put some real tangible measures about it. For people like Katrina, Peter and myself, having these examples where we can talk about the change that we saw in people, we can talk about how the silos broke down and people were really looking at how they could provide 
the best levels of service to the students and staff at, at Surrey University. For some people, that isn't enough. They want tangible measures. And so thinking about those before you start the project is really, really important. And at Surrey, we were very fortunate. They had an employee survey and there were some questions in that around values. So we use those and the growth was exponential. The estates and and facilities and commercial services department stood head and shoulders above the rest of the the departments when the survey was done a year into our work. So there are ways, if you're thinking, oh, my boss might not go for this, we might not be able to prove the return on investment, you absolutely can. It is hard work. And getting those tangible values at the the beginning is really, really difficult. I really struggled with it because I just knew that it would work. And it was almost like I didn't need those tangible measures. But you do because you will have different people in the organisation and the team. And you want to make sure that you can feed in the success stories in a way that is meaningful for them. So Katrina and I both preach If you want to make transformational change, look at your values as a starting point. It is really hard work, but it is also really fun and it can create sustainable change. And I guess sustainable change is bizarrely what Carly and I were talking about in her episode, Celebrate Pride Every Day. Since I started this podcast, I have done a number of episodes around diversity and celebrating difference. The more and more work that I do in this field, there is without doubt immense work going on across the sector. We have taken huge steps forward and I think and Carly agrees that higher education is leading the way in terms of dealing with diversity, embedding it into its organisations and celebrating the diversity of us as a human race, and how that diversity in a work environment can help improve performance. But in spite of all that, there is more that needs to be done. And working with all the different teams and individuals that I work with, what I could see is that there's a fear. And I would include myself in this as well. When I stand up in front of a group of people that I've never met before, There is no way that I would want to upset them or cause offence. And I think a lot of us are in this frame of mind around the equality and diversity agenda. Well, we want to know more. We don't want to discriminate in any way or offend or upset people. But actually, can I admit that I don't know how to refer to somebody or I don't understand what that phrase means or that actually that's creating an uncomfortable feeling in me? What I really wanted to achieve through this episode particularly, was to have somebody on and to really talk in a really honest and open way about how we deal with this. And I have to say a massive thank you to Carly for for coming on, because when I put this suggestion to her, she was like, yeah, absolutely. And hopefully she gave us all the confidence that she is an openly gay woman. She does a lot of work with Pride. She's uh, the London events manager for Pride. She is embedded in this world. And she is a great advocate of celebrating 
equality and diversity. And yet she will happily admit that she doesn't understand the latest acronyms, that she doesn't always know what is right and what is wrong. But what she also said was just ask. And I think that's what we need to do. It sort of ties back to Caroline's episode in a way, is that we need to get over our fear and step into that place of curiosity. That's certainly what I've taken from it. There are people that are leading the way and we need to ask for their help in understanding. But it's also recognising, and I think this came through really strongly from Carly, is that every person is different. And it's only through that curiosity that we will all together step forward and learn. And I love this idea that we shouldn't just celebrate Pride Month. We should celebrate the diversity of our human race every day. That's what I take from it because it's understanding that diversity when we bring it together, when we appreciate it, will help us achieve more. I hope you agree. Three absolutely fascinating conversations packed with golden nuggets that can help you on your leadership journey. Whether it's taking leadership of your mind, seeing anxiety as a good thing, knowing that your comfort zone is a straitjacket and you need to break free from it, understanding your values, maybe thinking about how you can use values to deliver transformational change. And then finally, celebrating the diversity of us as human beings and what we can achieve when we bring that diversity together. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dive Deep, Climb High podcast with me, Mel Luizu. To help build our community of leadership listeners, please leave me an Apple podcast five-star review. Remember, our fishy adventure doesn't have to end here. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram and Twitter. Links are in the show notes. Dive deep, climb high, can-do leadership in a world of can't.